Welcome to the Growing in Grace podcast, where you can listen in on some casual conversation about the good news of Jesus without all of the inconsistent religious double talk. If you've ever struggled with feelings of hopelessness, guilt, and despair, or wondered if you're really right with God, it's time to discover the true freedom that comes with the gospel of unlimited and overflowing grace. Let me tell you a little story about a man named Jesus. It's by his righteousness that he now sees us. For those of you, for those of you who didn't recognize it, that was supposed to be a, a takeoff on the Beverly Hills. Beverly Hillbillies, black, gold, <laughs> Texas tea. That was uh, that was one of my favorite shows as a youngster. That was a good one. I mean, they don't make them like that anymore. They're just not like that. It's a different kind of humor. And it's just, it's a different kind of comedy than what uh, they make these days. It truly was a situation comedy. I mean, it, it started out with creativity when you, you've got poor people in the, the hills of Tennessee who discover oil and move to Beverly Hills. I mean, and then, of course, of course, the uh, clever take on the name of the show. But right. so so right away, you, you've got so much to work with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it might have been a little cheesy, a little corny. It was a different time, but... How can you not watch some of those things and laugh at them? Well, here's another thing, just off the cuff, you know, something about that show is that they didn't realize what they had. You know, they became rich and, and they went out to Beverly Hills and they had this mansion and they had all these all these things that rich people have. But in so many of their ways, they lived like they were poor. Yeah. They just they yeah, just the didn't get it. Everything. Yeah. The same car. They didn't get it. And I think... Let's make a spiritual application here. <laughs> That's how many believers live their lives. We don't realize what we've all been given in Christ. We don't realize what we have through nothing that we've done. You know, oil has been discovered on our property, and suddenly we have riches beyond what we can imagine. But all all that we can think about is, um, well, I heard uh, one story where a guy won won the lottery and he lived in a trailer he won the lottery and he was asked so what you gonna do i'm gonna get me a double wide trailer <laughs> you know that was <laughs> that was his idea he just didn't realize what he had and in christ we just i think don't realize the riches that we have yeah that's for sure and oil of course uh, from the beverly hillbillies represents the holy spirit right well there you go <laughs> if we're going to spiritualize everything <laughs> Hey, uh, the last couple of weeks we've been talking, uh, well, we were in Acts chapter 15, and the disagreement that believers had between faith and works and how it would apply to especially Gentiles in that particular passage. Let's move on from there to James and Paul. Hmm. Joel, I, I probably one of the, the biggest questions I, I get over the years, or one of the most asked questions, I should say, is what about, you know, because we, we're grace guys, right? Good news gospel, right? Jesus did it all, right? It's all based on him. Righteousness by faith, not works. But what about what James said in his epistle, in his book, in his letter to Jews who were scattered throughout the region, Jewish believers, presumably, what did James mean? What, how, how do you, what's your take on James when he said that you're not just justified by faith, but by works? Hmm. Well, it's a really good question, and I get asked it a lot, too. In fact, um, over the years, it's almost always the case that I will, like on social media, 
or whatever, just talking with people, I'll talk about, here's the, the gospel, here's the good news. Paul said in Romans 4, If Abraham was justified by works, he has something to boast about, but not before God. In other words, I can you know show you my, my works to other people, and I can boast, but it doesn't work with God. I'm not going to be able to stand before God and boast with my works. For what does the scripture say? Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness. This is at the near the beginning of Romans 4. In verse 4 of Romans 4, Now to him who works, the wages are not counted as grace, but as debt. So if you work, somebody owes you something. But to him who does not work, but believes on him who justifies the ungodly, his faith is accounted for righteousness. That's a very bold statement right there, to him who does not work. In other words, there is no work that you do. You simply believe on God, and it's God who justifies the ungodly. It's not your good works that justify you. You're not going to be able to boast before God with your works. It's as plain as it can be what Paul says, justified by grace, through faith, not by works, to him who does not work. Okay, so I'll say things like that, and then somebody ultimately, almost every time, will say, what about James? What about faith without works is dead? What about you have faith and I have works? Show me your faith without your works, and I will show you my faith by my works. What about James saying, you see then that a man is justified by works and not by faith only. And so every single time that would happen. Now, we're going to get into some things here that I understand that there are various views on this. And even among you know people who teach grace like we do, there's going to be varying views. And ours may or may not be a popular view, but this is where we have come to in our understanding over a period of years, I think. And you're free to, you know, what we're doing is we're sharing how we see things in the scripture. So what I would do is I would I would think to myself, I've got to make James line up with Paul somehow. These are the scriptures. They can't possibly disagree. There can't possibly be any disconnection between what Paul and James taught. And so I would read James 2 over and over again, and I would try one way or another to try to make James line up with Paul. And I would be doing what we have talked about people doing with tithing and giving scriptures, and I would do gymnastics, basically, with what James said here, trying to make it fit with Paul. And again, if you come to an interpretation, you know, if you read James 2 and the full book of James, the whole epistle, and if you see that Paul and James were not in disagreement, but they they agreed, you know, we're not here to step on your toes. We're not here to tell you you're wrong. We're sharing what we have seen in this. I see uh, James outrightly saying, you see then that a man is justified by works and not by faith only. That's his point. That was his point that he was trying to tell these people. And he was writing, as you see at the beginning of James, at the beginning of the chapter, or the beginning of the epistle, to the 12 tribes, so he's, ta- he's writing to the people of Israel, the 12 tribes which are scattered abroad. And again, looking at all of this in the context of what we've been talking about for the last two weeks with Acts 15, then this epistle of James, 
was written before Acts 15 happened when there were people, Jews, who believed that a person had to be circumcised and keep the law in order to be saved. James had not settled that issue in Jerusalem. Being a leader in in Jerusalem, you would think that James, if he believed exactly as Paul believed, he could have settled that without Paul and Barnabas having to come and settle the issue. And so I think that James and Paul were not necessarily in agreement here. What do you think? It's funny how you and I can have different views on things, but by and large, over the years, we we seem to evolve and grow in our understanding in very similar ways, and I think this is one of those things. A podcast that we would have done on this 10 years ago might sound different than what we're saying today, because Mm -hmm. I just couldn't get away from it, Joel, and and you nailed it well. James 2.24, I'll say it again. I'll say what James said. You see that a person is justified by works and not by faith alone. James said that. He summarized what he was writing with that statement. It's the polar opposite of what the Apostle Paul said throughout the book of Romans and other places, some of which you read. And it's also interesting that James tries to use, and and good point though, good point on this writing is, is perhaps by many scholars believe this was the first book written in the New Testament. It's the oldest one. It was probably written anywhere from six to 12 years before they met in Jerusalem in Acts 15. So that was a great point. The other thing that's interesting here is that both Paul and James try to use Abraham as the reason for their belief system on on justification. And this is a really Mm -hmm. big deal, even though though you and I are looking at this and, and we have come to the conclusion in our view that James and Paul did not see eye to eye on this. It doesn't take away from the validity of the truth that is contained within the scriptures regarding Jesus Christ. Perhaps on another program we can talk more about that somewhere along the way, because we'll probably be on this for a little while. But they both used Abraham. But notice that regarding justification by faith, Paul was referring to Abraham when God came to him and told him he was going to have a son many years before the the son's manifested. Whereas James is using Abraham from the time, using his his argument is that Abraham was justified by works at the time of Isaac on the altar, many, many years later than when Abraham was promised the child. (laughs) And I would be of the opinion that Paul is actually referring to Abraham in context because That's where Abraham was justified in his belief. He believed God, and he was justified in that way. But we have to ask ourselves the question here, because this is a a big deal. This is the foundational thing, and what you believe about this will cause you to see the Scriptures in this same way. And that is, did Jesus do enough? Is it truly by faith, or do you need to somehow add something to it? That is a question that's debated among Christians, and and many popular denominational teaching would be the latter, like James. Justification with Jesus plus something else. And when, when do you know that you've made yourself right with God? The answer to that is never, by the way. You know, how do you know you've done enough? What is it exactly that you have to add to what Jesus did? You'll never be at peace with that. 
And so I'll, I'll step aside here, Joel, and let you finish up. Right. Yeah. So we'll talk more about this. And, and I think it's important. And, and again, we're not trying to step on anybody's toes. The, the beautiful thing about all this is that we can, in the body of Christ, have disagreements on things and not see everything eye to eye. And we can see many examples in the scriptures where they didn't see eye to eye. You talked about how Paul and Barnabas split ways, and that was actually in Acts 15 toward the end of there. Uh, after they had come together to set a, an issue straight, then um, at the end of the chapter, they, they parted ways because there was a very strong disagreement between them on something. And we see Paul, Paul himself at one point, he went and took the Nazarite vow, which as far as we can see, see went against what everything that he taught. So it's not like these people were perfect, you know, Paul and James and everybody. And in the early church, like you say, with James being one of the first epistles written, we see clearly at the beginning of Acts 15 that there were people who believed that you had to have works. These were believers who believed that you had to have works. And we know that the gospel is not a gospel where you have to have works. And so there was some tension and disagreement in the early church. James was writing and teaching what he believed. Paul was writing and teaching what he believed. And sometimes they didn't agree. But does that take away from the truth of Jesus Christ? Not at all. We'll talk more about this in the weeks to come. The Growing in Grace podcast at growingingrace.org. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. Access past programs by visiting growingingrace.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.